and the, the uniqueness of them is the quality of materials that we're using. So no one else offers these quality of materials in gardening gloves. Hello, hello, my gardening friends, and welcome to episode 10 from Pot and Cloche Garden Podcasts. I'm Joff Elphick, a gardener from Gloucestershire in England, and today I'm taking a trip north to Birmingham, where the vast halls of the National Exhibition Centre are the venue for Glee, the UK's leading garden and outdoor living trade show, with over 500 exhibitors showcasing their wares. As usual, I wouldn't like to continue without mentioning my lovely sponsor, My Window Box, who supply a wide range of period-style and modern window boxes in aluminium and steel with drop-in or freestanding troughs to match. Take some time to have a look at their website, go to mywindowbox.com and bring the garden to your window. The first person I spotted on the day was Neil Urry from VeggiePod. I last spoke to Neil in episode 7 when I spoke to him at the garden press event in Islington, London. Neil tipped me off about a great new product from Charlotte Beatty at Natural Grower, who was just a few stands away. This was what she had to say. We um, have a farm in Leicestershire and we have an anaerobic digester on that farm and we feed that with maize and a bit of water and that produces electricity for the national grid and the byproduct that comes out of that is a natural fertiliser um, and we separate it so we have a liquid and a soil conditioner um, which can be used in your garden as a slow-release fertiliser. Now, I did notice it's vegan-friendly and obviously vegetarian-friendly as well, which is actually gaining a lot of popularity, isn't it? People are struggling to find something that they can actually put on their gardens. Absolutely. Well, most fertilisers are either chemical-based or if they're organic, they have animal byproducts in them. So finding something that doesn't have any animal byproducts has been a struggle for vegetarians and vegans. Um, And literally all we put in our digester is maize and a bit of water. So hence it's verified by the Vegan Society. So products are a liquid I assume and you must have a, a, a solid that comes out yes. as well and yeah. is that the soil conditioner that's you mentioned? Soil conditioner. Yep that's um, it's all a chopped up maize that's basically gone into the digester um, and um, so that that's that's what the um, soil conditioner is so that will slowly break down in the soil um, to release the nutrients it can also be used as a mulch on top of the surface of the soil to help retain the moisture and again just release its nutrients through as the rain washes it in your watering. Now we've got some here. Yeah. It's not your lunch. No, it's no. not your lunch. No, don't eat it. Yeah. But so you can see, you can see can how... Can I have a feel? Yeah, you can have a feel. It, 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 that's moist, moist, I assume. Yeah, yes, yeah. moist. And you can see all those, uh, all the fibres oh, of yeah. the maize. That's amazing. Yeah, it's quite fibrous. It reminds yeah. me of that um, sort of a, a, a straw bedding you get out of a, a horse's stable, you know, yes. and, yeah. um, but composted down. Yeah. And so the liquid portion that comes yes. out, how do you deal with that? That is, uh, we're putting that into two litre bottles um, and ten litres and you literally just put a couple of capfuls in your watering can and water it in. But you can see it's a nice, dark, rich, natural colour. Yes, yeah. And so who are you aiming this at? Is it home gardeners or... Uh professional gardeners gardeners. but also professionals you know there's a lot of people who are having their gardens designed and they want to have natural um, eco-friendly gardens so we know we do the the larger um, sizes in the jerry cans for the commercial gardeners Um, and um, so we're you know anyone can approach us for larger quantities Um, but yes it's for you know people growing their own 
Um, and so hence we're looking to stock in garden centres, but we've got our website so people can, can buy online. So people can get it directly from you at the moment. Are you in any garden centres as yet? We've been in about 15 garden centres and farm shops over the summer. So we only launched in February, so it's slowly spreading the word. But yes, we're in um, about 15 garden centres. Great. OK, so if people want to find natural grower and buy something from you, where do they go? Um, well, they can come to our website, which is naturalgrower.co.uk, um, and you'll find all our products online to buy, and uh, there's also the list of all the garden centres, so you might find one that's near you um, to go to to purchase it. Brilliant. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks for your time. Now, there's a product worth checking out. If vegan gardening is something new to you, there's a number of new books that have been published. The Super Organic Gardener, Everything You Need to Know About a Vegan Garden by Matthew Appleby, was published this year as well as Vegan Cook and Gardener, published in 2018 by Piers Warren and Ella B. Glendinning, both available in all good bookshops. Not far away was Chris Parker from Prongcroft, who was offering his unusual two-pronged hand fork. I was intrigued as to how it came about, and Chris explains. It's basically based on a traditional garden fork. Um, inadvertently, I accidentally broke the middle prong off a, a brand new fork. Uh, I didn't uh, didn't want to throw it in the bin, so I decided to use it and found it easier to use. Um, So I modified it slightly and carried on using it. When you say you've modified a a fork you've used before, was that a a digging fork or or a hand fork? No, it was just a hand fork. A hand fork, which which is what effectively we have here. But for anybody who can't see this, it's a hand fork with two prongs as if the central prong was missing. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the advantages of that? The advantages are it acts like a mini rotavator. So you, you turn in the soil and it rotates and it falls between the, the gap that the middle prong was occupying. Uh, small stones don't get stuck, so the soil doesn't build up. So you're not hampered every time cleaning your tool every five minutes. It's easy to work. It rotates the soil uh, beautifully, um, aerates it, and, you, and it breaks the soil up that well. You can remove weeds completely with the root ball. And you can even weed around the base and stalk of shrubs and plants. Of course, yeah. Now, on the table in front of us, we've got two of your products. I know there's more behind us. Um, so there's, there's a short-handled model and then a, a medium-handled model that's what, about a foot long or so. Um, what, what are they constructed of? Uh, it's ash. Ash, ash handle and the... Uh, stainless steel. So what other products are in the range? Um, obviously, I've got the, the three, the short, the medium and the long. And last year, I uh, developed a, a garden apron. It's basically a walking kneeler. Um, it attaches at the back with clips, so it's easy to, to put on. Uh, it's one size fits all. Uh, and there's an, also an integral pocket at the front, which you can detach, or you can swap over left or right with the press studs. If you're going up a ladder or pruning trees, etc., you've got a pocket to put your secateurs in, and you're not hampered um, going up the ladder. It's got integral knee knee pads um, which you can use on any sort of surface but if you need to uh, have some additional padding you can insert a standard sight neoprene in, uh, knee pad insert for that extra bit of padding yeah so so you'd wear this over your obviously it's your existing wearing, trousers yeah. and it's made of what is it looks it's, quite as hard wearing canvas or something like that 100 percent acrylic acrylic is it it's yeah. waterproof yeah so all you need to do is just brush it down with a brush soft soft cloth wet cloth and that keeps it clean. Are you in garden centres yet? I am in garden centres with the with the prong, with the garden prong. Yes. I'm in um, Blue Diamond and Long Acres. Uh, it's online with the 
Magic Gardener. Mm-hmm. Magic Gardener. And it's on, currently online. Uh, and can people buy direct from you? You can buy direct from yourself, yeah. yeah. But we just launched the apron, so that's not available just yet in the shop. Yeah, certainly. But if they want to get any of your other products, um, yeah, prongcraft.com or .co.uk? .co.uk. Yeah, okay. UK that's brilliant. Thanks very much. Okay. Thanks for your time. I think I was calling Chris's company Prongcraft. It's Prongcroft. Many apologies, Chris. Have a look at their website, prongcroft.co.uk, where you'll see a great explainer video. I next spoke to David Kelly, who was demonstrating a product that solves a problem that many of us start to suffer from at this time of year, moss. I asked David if he could tell us more. We've a chemical-free solution. Uh, the fact that it's chemical-free, it works in a physical way, and therefore it's safe to children, safe to pets. The product is called Moss Off, and uh, we launched three years ago. Uh, we won the Innovation Award at Lee in 2016, and since then we now are exporting with full distribution set up in seven countries. So it's a, it's a liquid product? It's a liquid product. It's concentrate, you dilute it, and then you spray it on. Once it's sprayed on, it forms this barrier, and the protective barrier then, in theory, suffocates the moss and the algae, which doesn't have a proper root structure. How would, you follow, how would a gardener follow up with that? Would you need to scarify or anything like that? Because it dehydrates, uh, the moss will then shrink or shrivel to about a third of the size. We would normally recommend people to still scarify and then overseed it. The reason being that will break the cycle because you'll always still have the shade and the moisture the following year and you're trying to break that cycle. So overseeding them will grow, strengthen your grass and then it'll stop the moss coming back. Yeah. Now you were just telling me that uh, you're, you're available I mean, almost throughout the world, aren't you? We're getting there. Uh, we currently have um, Iceland, Denmark, Sweden, uh, doing very well in Scandinavia. Uh, full distribution set up. We're also in Italy, France, UK and Ireland. And we have five more countries um, literally being signed off in the next week or two. And how is this product available? Oh, I can see two sizes on the table there. So we have two, two uh, variants of the product. One of them is for lawn care and one is for our multi-surface. It comes in a 5-litre and a 2-litre version. Um, in the UK, we have Johnson Seeds as our distributor. Uh, they're already out there. People would know it's a reliable brand. And the product's doing really well for us. So if somebody wants to get hold of um, some of this, this product in the UK, they go to Johnson Seeds? Johnson Seeds would be your best contact, and they, if they, they can then set that up. You don't necessarily have to use their grass, but if you do, that's great. Then you can combine your two orders together. And do you know where they're on the web? Uh, they're on the web, and the product is uh, Mossoff as well. If you Google Mossoff online, you'll find our website with lots of useful information and videos. Our brand ambassador is Dermot Gavin, and he promotes the product being a, a chemical-free solution, sustainable and safe. Yeah, sounds really interesting. Thanks for your time, David. No problem. Thank you. Thanks. See you again. A little-known fact, I worked with Dermot Gavin on one of his TV garden shows back in the late 1990s, a makeover-type show. My tutor at the time was Chris Beardshaw, better known now for his award-winning gardens at Chelsea and for flitting about visiting gardens in his helicopter. Well, that was Chris's first taste of being in front of a camera and one of us obviously appealed to the producers. Let's move on down the huge halls at Glee to speak to someone with a beautiful range of gloves that I'm sure you've all seen, probably even used, certainly heard of. Guessed the gilded brand yet? Let's find out. I'm with Kelly from Goldleaf Gloves. Morning, Kelly. Good morning. Morning. Now, everybody knows your products. You've done such a fantastic job of getting it out there. Thank you. And whenever gloves are discussed on the internet, yours always come up and get mentioned. <laughs> good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, someone, someone's doing a good job somewhere, aren't they? <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. Now, Goldleaf Gloves, you better tell anybody that hasn't heard of you what you're all about. Okay. So, we'll no, we're known now as 
the world's finest gardening gloves and that's largely because our, our customers come to see us at Chelsea Flower Show every year from all around the globe and say, well, these are the finest gardening gloves we've ever used, which is so lovely to hear. And we see so much brand loyalty and word of mouth recommendation. But our gloves very much are gloves for people serious about gardening. So if you have a, a proper gardening job to do where you need to know that your gloves are going to do what we say they're going to do, you need dexterity so that you don't take them off to do the dangerous jobs. They need to be strong, they need to be supple, and ours are. And the, the uniqueness of them is the quality of materials that we're using. So no one else offers these quality of materials in gardening gloves. They're leather, so they're going to protect your hands when you're working with thorns. There's a lot in, in the publicity at the moment about sepsis. You need to make sure that your hands are protected when you're doing gardening. So that your hands don't get injured. We see many people actually at Chelsea Flower Show that will come and say, oh, we need to buy another pair of gloves because I snipped the end of my finger off with secateurs. And we say, oh, thank goodness it wasn't your fingers. At least it was just a glove. Yeah. So it's really, really important. But the key to our, our products, there's only four in the, in the range. It's very simple. And there's one size for ladies and one size for gents. Our gloves will fit such a, a wide range of hand sizes they're designed to start very tight to begin with and a bit like leather shoes they need wearing in so after about two to three weeks wear they become your own bespoke gloves yeah I, I love a leather glove and you take it off and you put it down and it's it still in the, the shape of, a, of your hand yeah. the same um but that's the uniqueness of our gloves it's the material we use and actually you know genuinely you would expect me to say this but they are the best gardening gloves that you'll find so that's why we hear so much um press and, and brand loyalty and you know social media is wonderful for us because it just reinforces we're doing it right still after 16 years we're a small family business and it's just really important to us that what we do is what our customers want and they know from us and have done for years yeah now you mentioned their leather are they everyday leather they, they, they no, seem very fine and good not. quality They're, they are more the leather you would expect to find really um, high value quality clothes from actually our dry touch for instance is made out of cow and calf skin leather very very high quality it's a really good general purpose gardening glove but the other gloves in our range are actually made from deer skin leather and you, you I'd heard that yeah yes. you won't tend to find that it's a very very fine leather but what is unique about it is it's soft and supple but incredibly tough. So if I was to take you to our gauntlet, which is, most people think, oh, it's a gauntlet, it's cumbersome. It's not, it's really, really soft. You put the gauntlet on, you can go and attack your roses, pyrocanthus, holly, and you don't need to take it off because you can feel what you're doing. So that's why they are so special. And there's lots and lots of leather garden gloves out there, but ours are very specialized. So if you're doing some serious gardening and you want to make sure that your hands are protected, you you know, you can be confident that ours will do that. Yeah, now I think you've in that conversation in that, what you've just said, you've mentioned two, what was it? Your all weather and the gauntlet. Yeah. What else is available so in the range? You have a dry touch glove which is the general purpose gardening glove. It's got a little bit of fleece lining. It's good all year round so it's not too hot. The soft touch is well, it's probably better for, for warmer weather because it doesn't have any lining, but many of our professional gardeners will actually use that all year round because they it's got the most dexterity. You can really feel what you're doing. It's leather on the palm, but has a stretchy lycra back. So actually, it's, it's very stretchy, good for use with hand tools, good for 
for pruning because you can use secateurs on one hand and grab with the other. If you're going into to heavy thorns or up to a climbing rose, we've already discussed the gauntlet is the best for that. Other than that, the last one in the range is the winter touch. And as the name suggests, winter gardening. Gathering bags of wet oak leaves in February is a horrible job. If you want warm, dry hands, that's the one. It's waterproof and has a thin silicate lining, so it's really warm and dry. Where can people get hold of your glove? Well, you can actually get hold of our gloves in around about 200 garden centres nationwide. We have a lot of um, stockists selling them online. We don't sell directly to the public ourselves, other than at Chelsea Flower Show, actually, which is where you'll see us and know us from. Um, but if you just pop onto our website, which is www.goldleaf-gloves.com, we have a where to buy section. All our stockists are on there and there's a mail order section too. So we have garden centres, stockists all around the country. And if you want to get them sent directly to your door, then you can do too. That's brilliant. Kelly, thanks for your time. Thank you. I hope the show's going well for you. It's been a very busy morning, so let's hope it continues that yeah. way. Good luck with it. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. And Kelly was very kind in letting me take a sample of her gloves to put through their paces. I'm sure I'll be able to test them out quite effectively in the next few months. Thanks, Kelly. Now another very well-known company who offer a range of composts, mulches and aggregates. Another one to guess before I introduce them. Ready? Here we go. I'm with Beverly from Melcourt Garden and Landscape. Morning, Beverly. Good morning. Have you had lunch yet? I haven't. No, so it's definitely still morning. Chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, I did notice there's chocolate on the uh, table there. Yes, I'll uh, maybe grab one on the way out. Now, I'm sure everybody's heard of Melcourt. You know, it's such a well-known company. I'd like with, to think everybody's Yeah, Melcourt. if you're doing your job properly, they have, and I can assure you, I'm pretty sure they have. Now, the one I always hear mentioned is Silvergrow, because everybody's wanting to grow plants now in peat-free compost. Um, can you tell me a little bit about it? grow professional potting mix in a retail bag that's where our products first started so we used to supply that into the growers and the growers would then sell it on to the customers that come and bought their plants and we thought there's an opportunity there for a retail product hence that is where we started with that one um, and we've gone on and on and on so the range has grown now got the ericaceous we've got organic which truly is organic and soil association approved on our organic range as well we've now got a royal warrant so we got that this year um new for the range next year tub and basket as well and then the bag for life so they're all peat free so all peat free, what are you using to replace that peat bark and coir, bark and coir. Okay. yeah all um based on a professional mix now you mentioned you've got an organic we have option there so does that have feed included it does have a feed included yeah for four to six weeks and we recommend it was continue to be fed with an organic fertilizer I know you do other products as well. I mean, I can see some mulches down there. Our barks are absolutely superb. So we've got some fantastic bark. We've got the ornamental bark mulch. We've got bark nuggets. And we've got a pine mini chip on display. But we've got other barks as well. Do you do a composted bark? We do do a composted yes. bark. So a fantastic soil improver. Um, we haven't got it on display at the moment, but we can get you a sample. I think I've used that um, as, a, as a mulch. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic mulch product. I love using it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really lovely. And is there anything else in the range I might need to know about that I can't I see? Our Silver Grow planter, which um, we brought out this year, that is organic. It's soil association approved, RHS endorsed, and it has a royal warrant. Um, and the results from it are absolutely fantastic. That's done extremely well for us this year. And what, are, what would you recommend it for? What is it being used for? Well, um, We've got herbs growing in it today, but my tomatoes have done fantastic in that. People have grown all sorts of potatoes and veg in it. Grow whatever you like in it. Yeah. Um, it will succeed. 
And you also do sort of aggregates I see down here. We've got grits and gravels, which we've been doing for just over a year now. And we've also got the decorative aggregates, which we brought into the range. We've been selling those for a little while, but into the builders' merchants. But yes. we've put them into the retail range now because people have asked for them. So, yeah, we've added those into the range as well. Now, I see, you know, if I want to pick up a bag, I can get, what, 15 litres, 20 litres of, of the uh, 15, Silver Grow? Yeah, 15 litre carry handle bag um, or a 50 litre bag. The 15 litre carry handle bag is ideal for tubs, baskets and pots. Fantastic. And a woman can carry that so easily to the car. But I also know that if I wanted a lorry, lorry load, you could probably supply that as well, couldn't you? I could do your 22 pallets, or I could do your bulk bags. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ideal, yes, yeah. thank you. Well, Beverly, thank you very much. Thank you. Very thank much. you. It's really interesting to see what you've got on offer. A nice catch-up, because as I say, uh, well, you're, you're, you're only down the road from me. Leave me your card, and when I'm in your area, I'll pop you in a bag. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Am I going to turn up at home and find my way barred by 22 pallets of composted bark and peat-free compost? Ah, first world problems, which reminds me, my quinoa fluffer needs some new batteries. Another one to test your horticultural knowledge. Offering super sharp Japanese steel secateurs and shears. Guessed it already? And beautiful lightweight tripod ladders. Konnichiwa! It's Nilwaki, and I spoke to Stuart Wills, who speaks lovingly of the range as though they were members of his own family. Good. It's an amazing show. It's been really busy here today. I'm just saying it's gone a little bit quiet at lunchtime, so perhaps it was a good time to catch you. Just as you're wanting to head off and get, eat your banana, I'll let you carry on with that in a minute. Um, as I say, you're, you're really well known for your sharp secateurs. Um, what's so special about Japanese steel? The Japanese steel, carbon steel, sharpens up beautifully. Um, it holds its edge really well, much better than stainless steel. And when you actually need to sharpen it up again, it just, it's just so easy to sharpen because of the carbon that's in the steel. Um, it holds a mean edge and it's just beautiful steel. Um, now, I mentioned secateurs. How many are in the range? I've, I've seen your website before and I've been a little bit bamboozled by the amount you've got. Um, I guess each one is for a specific purpose. So, I mean, there's a few in front of us. Could you just talk to a couple of them? Yeah, of course. So our, our primary range probably is the GR Pro range here. The, most people know them as, as the double yellows. Um, we've got the large standards and the lightweight versions. Um, large, obviously, for larger hands. Um, you really do need some quite chunky hands to, to, to manage those. Um, the standard ones, they're ideal for most people. Um, but then if, you want, if you've got slightly smaller hands or professional gardeners who are making the repeated cuts day after day, they don't want to strain their wrists. The lightweight ones are absolutely perfect. Yeah, I, I don't mind a small secateur. And, uh, you know, sometimes you feel like you've got to be manly and use the biggest ones you can find. But actually, I do find that the medium or the smaller sizes do work a lot better for me. Definitely, definitely. And we've seen that through Chelsea, Wisley, Hampton Court, where the, the gardeners are coming up to the stand. And actually, once I actually try them in their hands, they work out, actually, what I lose a little bit in clout, I'm going to make up in, in not straining my wrists. And I'm going to be able to work longer. Yeah, now you call that the double yellow range. What would be the next step up, maybe? So then we're on to our Tobby shows. Um, Tobby show. Tobby show. Yeah. Um, they are made and produced by Tobby show. Um, but whereas we can't always guarantee um, supply of Tobby show, um, we have the double yellows, the GR Pro range. We also have our, our own Pro range, which are hand forged as well. Um, but they're in much smaller, smaller quantity because they're forged in a slightly different way than the GR Pro. Um, that with the GR Pro range, we will always have stock of these, the double yellows in, in stock. There's a Pro range because they're hand forged, site forged by a much smaller team of forgers, and only about sort of five or six forgers working for the company that, that makes them. 
we might not have stock of them in. Yeah, okay. So what's, uh, what's my money, no object, secateur? Top um, of the range. Oh, blimey, no. S-type. Niwaki S-type. Beautiful. You got them here? We don't. Yeah, no. okay. Because they're so hard to get hold of. <laughs> Actually, we, it's a limited edition. Ah. We only did made about 200 of them, so we very rarely bring them to shows. Beautiful. Um, I think they're K70 carbon steel. Same as the GR Pro range, but the handles are forged slightly different. They're a bit more Tobba Show-like in terms of um, the actual f- shape of the handles, mm. which makes them lovely to hold in the hand. You've got rattan around the handles. Um, limited edition of, I think, 199 or 200 of them made. So to get one, is they're really sought after, and they are beautiful. And when they're gone, they're gone. That's it, they're gone. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and I mentioned your tripod ladders, which a lot of people may know. There's one behind you. Yeah. Now, how many of those are in the range? So we have two versions on. We've got the original version, which is rated to carry up to 100 kilos. So we normally say that's ideal for someone in, in their own gardens and going down with a pair of shears. We also have a pro range. Now that is for, we say, a professional gardener wearing um, safety equipment, chainsaws, because they're rated to 150 kilos. They're certified, EN certified. Um, each one, I, the original starts off at four foot, the pro range starts off at six foot. Then it goes up in two foot increments up to the pro range which tops out at 15 feet and the original tops out at 12 feet. I see. Now, what we haven't mentioned, of course, is they're made of, I think, aluminium, isn't it? And they're incredibly light for their size. True, yes, they are. It's extruded aluminium, so they won't rust. Jake leaves, leaves his out in the fields, um, just lets the grass grow over it so <laughs> no one can see them. Um, safe carrying them about. Um, they won't rust, stupidly light. They are ridiculously easy to carry about. With the 12 foot originals, we carry about one handed around the warehouse. They're really light and really stable and really strong. Ladders, secateurs, and just one or two other products you've got here. You've got lovely um, holsters in, in mm. leather, I see. Yeah. Um, but what about the shears? So, the shears, the garden shears, they are my favourite products in the entire range. Now, they are SK carbon steel, but if you just run your hand just down there, you'll be able to feel the bulge halfway down. Can you feel that there? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, now the bulge there is. It's very subtle. It is very yeah. subtle. You can't really see it on the handle. But your hands are very drawn automatically to that bulge. And what happens is that bulge signifies the perfect position to hold it for, for optimum balance. And holding it there, they, they are balanced. They, you, you know exactly where you're cutting. It's not going to wobble about. It's not going to sort of come back at you and you're going to miss your cut. It's going to be absolutely perfect cutting. Yeah, now anybody who can't see these, they're, they're, they are a beautiful looking shear with a wooden... Well, do you know what the wood is? Yeah, it's Japanese white oak yeah. um, and it's SK carbon blades. Um, and a couple of rivet, rivets really simple but they just look they're beautiful and there's a lovely little set right next to them yeah the mini shears um, perfect for close in really close precise work because the blades are they're slightly thinner and a little bit shorter than, than the garden shears but that allows you to get right in and the rubber grips on there allows you to really hold them get, get to know the feel of the, of, of the shears so you've got you've got sort of you know you're not going to drop them because they're rubber grip there so you get right in close yeah, now right next to them are a product that i don't do you call it a scissor or not no there are topiary shears there ah. are sente topiary shears we've got the sente topiary shears there and the gr pro topiary shears up there um ideal for new growth box balls um so just getting them in just literally going click 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 click, click around them um either that or you want to use the topiary shears that we sell as well um Horses for courses. Some people prefer the, 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 the clippers because of the spring. Um, it's much faster to do, mm. to do that. Whereas some people prefer the, um, the feel of the shears. So the longer blades, they don't take 
as, as much time to clip a box ball as, as, as a toe pre-clippers because of the length of the blade. Um, and some, some, some people prefer the, prefer the shear, some people prefer the, prefer the clippers. Yeah. Um, any new products to look forward to? Yep. So we've got Mainichi here. Um, these are um, resin-coated secateurs. And a Nuaki first, we have a thumb, thumb lock on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so resin-coated SK carbon steel. Uh, blades, um, they, they're coming at £39 um, and also sack again. So lovely Ikebana style, um, deadheading, um, scissors, um, use them on houseplants as well, um, around the garden, fabric, cut, on, cut, cut fabric, cut paper. Yeah. yeah, they're really lovely. Again, re- resin coated hands also, nice and, nice and um, tactile in the hands um, and flooring coated blades to help protect from rust and, and leaf grime and, and gubbins. Now, where can people find you? Have you got a high street shop or do they find you on the internet? You can find us in lots of wholesalers, but also you can find us on www.newaki.com um, and all our products are on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Well, thanks for your time. Pleasure. You can get on with your lunch. Thank you. Looking forward to it. I might get some myself. Thank you. <laughs> did Stuart say gubbins? I'm pretty sure he did. Let's have a look. Dialectal British. Fish pairings or refuse. Broadly, any bits and pieces. Scraps. I don't think I hear that word enough, and as a gardener, I'm sure I come face to face with plenty of gubbins on a daily basis. Wildlife gardening is probably one of the leading trends in horticulture at the moment. Our actions and practices in the garden can have a big effect on the diversity of creatures we can expect to see and attract. One company that offers some solutions to this is Wildlife World. Norman Sellers explains to me the range of nesting boxes, wildlife cameras and feeders that they offer, as well as a range of designs by TV's Simon King, OBE. I was a bit embarrassed. Their headquarters is only about 12 miles from me, and I've never been to visit. Had I been ignoring them for long? Yeah, we've been going 20 years. Yeah. So we started off in a little stable in Chavenage near Tetbury. And we now have got lots of buildings. Yeah. Now, your products range from what sort of... Bird boxes, well, there's a whole range. Maybe perhaps you could point yeah. out what, what you cover. Well, we, we cover the whole of wildlife. So starting from birds to insects and bees to mammals, frogs, toads, hedgehogs, right round to um, other insects like ladybirds and so on. So we've got, we try and cover almost all wildlife that needs a habitat or needs feeding. Now, are you aiming at the home gardener yeah precisely that yeah we do supply big conservation organizations we do huge insect houses that go on rooftops in london but our main customer is you in the in the in the street you know yeah garden now i mean just a few things that catch my eye you've got a stunning uh tawny owl box up there yeah that's tawny owl box made from cedar which comes from the forest of dean not far away Yeah. yeah made in our workshops and we supply people like the rspb who are a valuable customer of ours um and it's got a perch and cleaning system and it's designed specifically for those um, yes, yeah. birds um, do you do things like swift boxes or we, no swift we have done swift boxes but to make a swift box really successful you need to to be broadcasting the calls of the swift and therefore for most domestic people, it gets very complex because you've got to be broadcasting as well as putting this, the uh, um, the box up. We have done it, but we realised that to make 
we'd have to do the broadcasting bit to make it really successful. Yes, yeah, and that's just make it clear that's broadcasting the the, the call, isn't yeah, it? Call, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, you, and behind me was a, a lovely looking uh, woodpecker box as well. That's right, yeah. up there. Yeah, so you fill that with um, sawdust, so they're emulating digging their own their own nest. Oh, I see. Um, and that's a long sort of what nearly deep. nearly two foot deep, yeah. isn't it? Yes. They're harder to get nesting a, a woodpeckers. That's not easy. But we cover things that are not easy as well as uh, yes, yeah. things that are easy. And there's a box here that's got three holes in it. Yep, that's a sparrow nester. So they like communal living. So you've got three holes here and they've got stainless steel hole protectors to stop predators. And you can undo the base and open it and clean the box. So. And are there three compartments inside or is it... Yeah, three compartments. Yeah, okay. No, it's not real communal living. <laughs> it's, it's terraced. Terraced. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Bat boxes, have I seen somewhere? Yeah, around the other side yeah. we've got bat boxes. We've got um, about four different bat boxes. So this is a big, oh, yeah. heavy dude. This is designed, it's not our design, this. Most of them are, but this is designed by Vincent. Um, they're the Bat Conservation Trust. It's suitable for about seven species, a very big. It has a cuddling area at the top of the bat box, so it's open, little section at the top. Yes. Recycled farm waste on the roof um, and FSC wood from the Forest of Dean. And then we've got smaller bat boxes, which are probably more affordable. Oh, yes. Like this one. And then we've got another one which is has different sized gaps between the boards so that you can accommodate different species. Ah, I see. Now, I noticed Simon King around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> How's he involved with your company? Um, he, we design products together unique products together so we work with him and we make them obviously he works in a way as part of in our design team and then we sell he promotes and sells them so that we've got a Sam King Robin nester there that's totally unique very successful product it's made from brushwood uh, with a steel frame and it's got a waterproof layer and there's a reception area and the bedroom, if you like, to the side. Yes. So it's different to a normal robin nest box. And then he's designed these curved nest boxes. And uh, we've got about eight. This this is um, a wildlife photography hide, which has won a lot of awards that he designed. It has low-level photography ports, which most hides don't have. Yeah, it looks like it's sort of a pop-up design. Yeah, is that it right? Does, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's. Uh, do I see a, a, a light up? hedgehog feeder on the floor yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah so what happens there is that in the evening the solar light rechargeable solar light will come on and it's usually in the evening the hedgehogs come to feed so most people with a hedgehog feeder unless they've got an outside light they wouldn't see what was going on but with his you've got stainless steel base two dishes so you put two different foods and it lights up so you'll see the hedgehogs yes so, yeah. or, or whatever comes yes yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> might but, not be no exactly but no what a great idea well i mean you've got loads of other um offerings here but um, you know we haven't got time to talk about all of them but thanks for your time no problem. where do people find you if they want to buy your product from you or do they are there outlets around the country um, well yeah we've got a website www.wildlifeworld.co.uk yeah um but so is simon king um but you will find our products in 
a lot of garden centres and you will find them online. So we're mainly a manufacturer and distributor. We don't retail as much, but you can buy on our site, That's definitely. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks for your time. No Lovely to meet nice you. To thanks meet you. a lot. Thank, Thank you. And that was it. I'd walked nearly eight kilometres in the massive halls of the Birmingham NEC and wasn't looking forward to the drive home on the busy motorway at five o'clock. What's more, I'll be back up in this direction tomorrow morning working on a garden I have in Warwickshire. Thank you for listening. And another big thank you to everyone who took time to talk to me. Another thank you to my lovely sponsors, mywindowbox.com. And a big thank you to you for making it to the end. In the meantime, may your secateurs be well honed, your box be free of blight, and your days spent happily as a gardener up to your knees in gubbins. I'll see you next time. <laughs>